I don't know what it is exactly. I'll dab him whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris. I'm Amanda. I'm Matthew. Here with you for some more drunken Star Trek fun. All right, so it is the second episode of the month. Uh, Matt, what is your drunk factor? We're just going to leave it there. Chris had a good three, I think. Amanda? One. I have about a one and a half. Seriously, you guys. Don't worry. We always catch up to you. You just get drunk faster than we do. It's true. Our liver is a little more pickled than yours. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Um, So anyway, welcome to episode two of Death Month. Death Month. (laughs) In which we revisit the Star Trek deaths in order of devastation. Uh, So this week, uh, we move on to our next kind of inconsequential character, Cass from Voyager. Uh, it's, it's season four, um, episode, episode two. two, and I guess we did, we did, we kind of researched it before the episode and, and yeah, I guess they wanted to bring on seven of nine and they're going to kill off somebody. It was originally going to be Garrett Wang, uh, but Garrett Wang won a beauty contest and so they picked Kess instead. So Harry Kim, played by Garrett Wang, was named one of people's 50 most beautiful people. Which would have made it really awkward for them to, to kick him off the cast. So instead, they kicked off the, the actress who plays Kim. Cass. Cass. Yeah. That's pretty much all you need to know. Anyway. Or maybe I'm, they just I'm had willing it out. to sacrifice Cass for that Harry Kim, man. Yeah. Uh, maybe, they're, maybe, maybe they just had it out for people whose name started with K. Yeah. Cass, no, Kim. No, we, we took a poll here, an informal poll here at the Drunk Trek headquarters, and we all agreed that it really should have been Tom Paris that left. But... It, I don't know that we agreed on that, Chris. Me and Amanda agreed, and that's a that's a quorum as far as I'm concerned. Fair I would have gotten rid of Neelix. Neelix always annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, Neelix annoyed everybody. Okay, so go ahead and pull up uh, the episode "The Gift," season four, episode three of Voyager, on your Netflix or Blu-ray device if you want to watch along with us. Well, we'll say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, hit play, and you'll be more or less in sync with us. That's. And you know that's optional, but it, kind of, but it kind of gives you like a what we're laughing at, what we're talking about. It helps. It helps, especially it when Will Riker is sexually abusing a hologram. Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. Three, two, one. Engage. Engage. Oh, the Voyager is fucked up. Wait, is Doctor Strange coming out this week? It's like November fourth. Oh. So Come, that would have been last week comes, when this is re- yeah, released. Yeah, it comes out in England this week, though. Because they get... Oh, hey, guys! The election's over! <laughs> yes, oh, it yeah. Wasn't that interesting? First with the person pre- who won? First and... female president. That's amazing. It is. It's pretty cool. I like having female presidents. Mm-hmm. It's in Germany pretty good. It's if she's a chancellor. Yeah. All right, so we start off in a uh, somewhere in a Borg ship. I think this is in the Enterprise, actually. Or the Voyager. Or in the Voyager. Yeah, the Voyager looked pretty fucked, I guess, from the, episode, the events of the previous two-parter Scorpion. It's such a good episode. It is a good, very good episode, Scorpion. You know, it's a shame that we only do four episodes of one thing. It's like, it'd be great to get some, do some two-parters at yeah. some point. We've done it once with Enterprise. Well, how many Borg episodes are two-parters? We can do two months of Borg stuff. Oh, yeah. We yeah. can do... Scorpion, um, Best of Both Worlds. Of, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Even that would just be a good set of episodes. Mm-hmm. So did they teleport like a Borg charging thing into? Kind of like part of the thing was because there was a, a brief alliance between Voyager and the Borg, mm. so they converted one of the cargo bays into this so that Seven could be on their ship. Mm. Yep. And then when you get the Borg babies later on, it's helpful. Borg babies. Borg babies. The Borg babies. The Borg I had a little babies. bit of a trust on each of when I was little. <laughs> if there was an animated Borg babies series. <laughs> <laughs> but it all too mm-hmm. I gotta admit though I do like I like back in next generation I always loved the character of Hugh remember the board they kind of yep yeah. Hugh and so I, I gotta admit like I, I really do kind of like the idea of like a recovering board being in the crew like I think like it was an inspired cast choice. <laughs> Don't make me turn this ship around. <laughs> All kinds of consent issues coming up right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's that's part of the initial conflict of Seven of Nine's character is that yep. she wants to go back to the Borg and they're telling her, nope. nope. No, we're not going to do that for you. Yeah. And it becomes a question of, was she basically Stockholm syndromed into wanting to return to the Borg? Does that that's make why it, she marries Sakota. Does that make mm-hmm. it, what? That's Stockholm syndrome with the freaking Voyager. She's been aboard, like, since she was seven years old. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so she, is she being Stockholm syndrome by the Borg or by Voyager? Probably both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. So is Stockholm syndrome just another name for social conditioning? It's a very strong social conditioning. Yeah. I, it's specific. Usually, ag- and, and strongly against their will at the first part of it. And it, I mean, it's specifically about kidnappers being kidnapped yeah. and, and, you know, identifying with your kidnappers. I'm very uncomfortable now. Yep. We've thought about this too hard. Yeah, we have. Well, like, you know, it's, ta- it, you know, it's the opening credits. Which Thank God! Perfect timing! When we do a shot. Ah, uh, delicious oh! shot. <laughs> oh, no! I missed your phone, at least. You did. A delicious shot um, to take the pain oh, away. Oh, is the worst shot to spill Except on your to couch? Smell all over your couch. Wait, pause it. Pause I know, it. I'm, pausing it. I'm going to go get you napkins. We're pausing. Well, why are we pausing it? Okay, we can pause. Because I, I spilled a shot everywhere. And. One second, let me. Okay. Hey. So, anyway, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, we had our very first ever drunk track. Party foul. Catastrophe. A little spillage. That was all. Just a little spillage. <laughs> Some uh, glutinous protein material on the couch. You know, it's the first time, you know, I've had this couch for a number of years now, and this is the very first time I've spilt an entire shot on it. <laughs> and what a shot to spill on it. Okay, yeah. so this one shot, because we haven't mentioned yet, oh, yeah. uh, is is the skin of evil. Uh, it's a shot Amanda came up with. It yeah. Is, it is uh, chocolate liqueur. Godiva chocolate liqueur. Yeah. Uh, with a bit of uh, cherry liquor and um, some vodka in there to give it a little kick. It's just kind of like cordial cherries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Matt, what are you drinking in addition to... I've got a very tasty concoction of root beer and caramel vodka. Chris? Uh, I am drinking Moscow Mules with alcoholic ginger beer and vodka. 
Amanda? Moscato. And I put a little bit of Sprite in this one because I was running out Ooh. of Moscato after the first part of this episode. Extra bubbly. And I didn't want to open the other The Miracle the other, One. The Miracle One. Because the Miracle One is going to be open next week. And then I'll tell you why it's a Miracle One when I open it. <sighs> so tune in, motherfuckers. That's right. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Get you. Oh, and see, this should Excuse have been me. this should have been a clue to everybody that watched Voyager that she was leaving this episode because she wasn't billed in the opening credits. It was also, oh, also yeah, starring. she was guest starring in this episode. Mm-hmm. Ooh, does that mean does that mean her contract actually ran out at the beginning of this season? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she was not in their contract when she fell. So I mean, it's it's very nice of Jennifer Lee to mm, make, to come back for these two episodes. Yeah, yeah, and we had to actually watch. At some point, we'll just have to check Scorpion 2 to see if she's credited in the main credits or if she's also guest starring there. Yeah, at some point. So I feel like. Also, did she just. I feel like she knew that her character wasn't going to be around forever. She telekinetic the hypospray into her hand like a fucking Jedi. Was that something that she. (laughs) Was that something that she was able to do last season? No. No, this is a new thing. And nobody seems that. No, they're all concerned over it. That's what's going on right now, is they're trying to figure out what the fuck is up with you. (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're developing psychic powers well outside the bounds of explanation but let's go look at this boar yes yeah, that's not weird at all ah, and here we see the true pairing of this series Janeway and her coffee yes <laughs> OTP also I like actually I, this is my OTP Chakotay and Janeway yes also, I like how thick her laptop is. Like, yep. I'm sure they've come up with some sort of like hand wavy excuse as to why they're so thick, but like, yeah, they have to because that's just ridiculous. What you don't realize is they're they have uh, they have 3D screens on their laptops. Uh-huh. Is a uh, I don't know. That's a possible explanation. I'm just sort of making this. I'm, I'm winging it <laughs> we, as I go. That is, along. Some, that is some good hand waving, Matt. And since you're a white dude, if you say it with enough authority, I'll just trust that you know what you're talking about. True, me too. I'm going to stop talking for a while. <laughs> oh, no, don't stop talking. <laughs> that's, that's the opposite of what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad when they first released the iPod iPad. Somebody came up with the L card. Look, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> That's baby Jerry Ryan. Is he think it's actually? I don't know. Maybe. See, that's ridiculous. All I know is that there's needless text scrolling across that screen. But somebody actually developed the L card's interface for iPad and like yep. got sued by CBS. Yep. And so they had to take it down. But then CBS never released it. So why? Which way? Yeah, like all of that stuff at the top. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that for? It's just there to make it, it look... It serves no purpose. It's just there to make it look busy for the TV camera. Also, self-scrolling text is like some of the worst possible thing you could possibly have. I know, have. why would you want that? Unless this is like a future where everyone is a speed reader. Oh, look, they're having a discussion about the... Uh... Moral? The morality yeah. of having seven of nine. Well, it's nice that they're talking about morality. It's always yeah. nice when they do that. Mm-hmm. 
Also, did, like, when did Kes grow her hair out? All I ever remember is, like... I think it was the start of, like, the... Maybe the tail end of last season, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I somehow feel it was like a sudden thing. Mm-hmm. So it might have just been at the start of the season. She suddenly has long hair. I don't know. <laughs> Why well, your little force? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like, I like, I like the doctor just throwing Being shade. Flippant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're just going to sidestep the moral choice by making it... Well, they're just going to put it in Janeway's hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so no, actually, yeah. I, I, I'm wrong. They're actually still, still talking about the fucking morals of this. That's awesome. That's why I love going to so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, yeah, that's it's it's thorny. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. And this is going to be, I mean, to Voyager's credit, this is going to define the relationship between Seven of Nine mm-hmm. and, and Janeway. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, no, that's a very good thing. Also, I just love the body horror of the Borg so much. Just... Mm. Oh, it, was, it, it bothers me it bothers so much. Me. As a kid, it bothered the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, they, I think they downscaled it a lot yeah. after... Um, First Contact. Uh, no, best I was going to say worlds. after um, uh, Best of Both Worlds, mm-hmm. yep. where they're actually showing like surgical procedures of like saw blades and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's super gross. And it, then they just turn it into nanites. Which I, is... actually, yeah. I actually hated the nanites. Because to me, it just made them zombies. Like, like you know, like you get bit by the Borg and suddenly you're a Borg. Uh-oh, Cass. Oh, Cass. What's happening? She's going into her brain. How about I just I how about I just do it with my mind? Do it. I can do it with my mind powers. She's gonna like fucking Pegasus it out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Compelling audio for our listeners at home. <laughs> I think we need to do that for all of the Kess bullshit for the rest of this episode. Just give it what? nice sound effects. Our, yeah. our least listenable episode ever. <laughs> Second or third, we posted ones that were completely unlistenable. Oh, oh, well, yeah. There's ones we didn't post. Yet. <laughs> I meant we didn't post yeah. ones that were completely unlistenable. Though there was the one where I was trying to say something, you guys just kept making loud noises. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I know you remember that. Well, no, it, it happened. Was, it was an episode it four. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, for some reason, just decided that you're going to be dicks to me the whole episode. I'm so sorry. And then follow through on it. Very, I'm so sorry, Chris. No, you're not. Don't apologize. No, I am. I apologize for drunk me. I'm not sorry, because it's probably funny. See, that's honest. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like, 
I actually I always found the Borg scarier when they looked more humans with technology things on them. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like, holy shit, that's just a person who's lost control of their mind by technology. Yeah. Rather than like them like looking like zo- like zombies. Like I thought they looked yeah. less scary when they were zombies. It's like, oh, they're just monsters, you know. But well, it was uh-huh. like a recognizable human just like sure. unable to control. Like, yeah, anyway, sorry. That's no. just No, that makes sense. My thoughts on the Borg. I just think the whole process of losing autonomy is a straight part. It doesn't matter what you look oh, like yeah. at the end of it. I mean, that's fair. I mean, it, it, I agree 100%. It's just just the visuals clicked for me more. Also, like... I mean, ooh. I feel like Tess does actually look older in this season. Yeah. Also, when is, when is, like... When is Tom Paris going to dump a, a bucket of pig's blood on her? The problem. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> well, she's developing Carrie-like power. I get that, Chris. Yeah. I got the reference. It's just sad now. It's fine. Trying to give her an eyeball. Oh, look at that exposed eyeball. flesh for the fanboys. <laughs> oh, a shoulder. Look at that clavicle. Look at that clavicle. That sexy fucking clavicle. <laughs> clavicle. So arousing. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> You know, for an episode that's all about Kess dying, this is very... Uh-huh. Yeah, this is very much about 709 living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a parallel, don't you see? Mm. Birth and life and death. It's all part of a single cycle. Blah, 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 blah! I'm sorry, I'm still a little pissy after last episode. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, not the time, Doctor. Yeah, I, I love. Man, we talked about. I love Robert Picard. Robert Picard. Yeah, Robert Picard so yeah, is my favorite character. I wish. I still. I still wish we could see that series of him on that planet. Yes, <laughs> the best film <laughs> <spell> ever. <laughs> oh. No, this is this is some good I mean fair point. This is this is some good trick morality quandary. Yeah. Yeah. Not as, not as uh close to Vix, but <laughs> two Vix. When are we doing the two Vix episode? <laughs> we, have... we need a nice moral quandary episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There's there's an there's a um there's an original series episode I can't remember what it's called the side of Eden or something like that where the Enterprise finds a planet of settlers who are perfectly happy and like content because of like a symbiotic plant life that lives on the planet mm-hmm. and like. If we get to it, we'll get to it. But basically, there's a big moral quandary around that as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There are... Star Trek is known for its moral quandaries, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. Well, I think it's Star Trek at its best is when it's questioning philosophy. When it's when it's, when mm-hmm. it's questioning, like, what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be alive? What does it mean, you know, we all, when somebody wants to die, what does that mean? Like, the episode we watched with Q2. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like, well, Q two is the sun. Yeah, 
Not Q2. Um, other Q. Yeah. The one, the one where... Sad not Q. <laughs> Suicidal Q. Depressed yeah. Q. Suicidal Q. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, that episode, you know, like, you know, where he's just begging for his right to die. That's yeah. Also a Voyager episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just the idea, you know, I love, like, I love just humanizing the Borg in a way that they don't often get humanized. Just talking about her talking about, like, just the comfort of having a million voices in her head and, like, this, how the silence affects her, like. Yeah. I always liked the Voyager warp drive, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I had, a, a, like, a lava lamp that looked like that. Nice. <laughs> I kind of like the um, evolution of technology that Voyager presented, even though it's all kind of, like, falling apart. The <laughs> but, like, kind of like Starfleet, like, it's because this was, this was kind of like a, not a prototype ship, but, like, it's like a brand new type of science where yes, like yes, it was... Yes, yes, it was... Combinations of biology and technology, like the gel packs. That, yeah, like, the bio-gel packs yeah. that, that hilariously malfunction when they get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this was this was a new type of ship, an Intrepid class, yeah. I believe. Yep. <laughs> Bolana. <laughs> Also, how is Harry still just an ensign? Like, it's true. He's an ensign the entire time because there's nobody else to give him a. Also, if I remember correctly, they start out with a, why are we seeing part of her butt? But I think they start out with implying like Harry Kim being attracted to Seven of Nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. He's attracted to her for a while. Once he gets blonde again, of course. <laughs> Fire is disciplined, uncontrolled. I'm a Vulcan, so I'm going to apply my Vulcan, you know, circle-shaped hole to your square-shaped problem. That's all I know how to do. Vulcans are good at knowing things, especially <laughs> magic. <laughs> well, as a Vulcan, you would know, Amanda. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, she even kind of looks like Carrie in this episode. Maybe I can see a, the essence of the fire. Maybe Carrie's mom. I don't know. She was close to my Carrie's mom. No. Well, I'm thinking of, I think I'm thinking of the new Carrie. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen the new Carrie. New Carrie. Because there's no reason Hit to. Girl. I actually really like the new Carrie. I know it's a, I know I'm very alone in that opinion. I liked the new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Hmm. And also the new Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Eh, kind of. I didn't feel like it needed that much of a background into yeah. Michael Myers' past. Yeah. So they need that ugly little kid running around for so long. Is being this a, precocious and murdery? Mm-hmm. Yes, Matthew. Is this a thing? Like, are there telekinetic Vulcans? No, because Tuvok seems very calm about what's happening right now. Everybody, everybody seems very calm about it, which is weird because I, I mean, outside of like the Q, like, have there has there been much telekinesis in Star Trek? No. no. Like, in fact, I remember. If I remember oh God. She's seen beyond the subatomic. It's, it's a new level of reality. Beyond new reality. And, and not to go Magic. back. Also, it's not entirely true that there's nothing beyond the subatomic, but that's yeah, theoretical that's physics. But that was also, this was also, what, like 15 years ago? More than that. But yeah. <laughs> oh, what you doing to, to it? What you doing to it? What you doing to it? What? This was like... Voyager premiered in 95, I want to say. 99, this would have been then? 99, yeah. So, 17 years ago. 17 years ago. Don't worry, Tuvok. I just have the po- the ability to manipulate matter itself. I, I just have to go back and ask myself, when did I write my 
my Star Trek poetry. <laughs> so, so yesterday, Audrey and I went to the um, Bonesaw Mill haunted house. Yeah. And we went through just the outside one because I get a little iffy being in like the tight and closed yeah. spaces. Mm-hmm. So we picked one of them. We went on the outside one. Mm-hmm. And as we were going up, there was this group of like four or five teenagers in front of us, mm-hmm. and they seemed really nervous. So we're like, "Oh hey, you know, we'll walk like right behind you, so nobody can sneak up behind you guys." Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, that sounds cool." And then the girl turns and she's like, these older people are going to come with us. Oh, no. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was thinking to myself, what the fuck? But then we get into the light. Mm-hmm. And just, I was thinking they're older because they're about as tall as Audrey is. Yeah. But um, and I see one of these kids and I'm like, oh, my God, these kids are so young. <laughs> and Audrey asked them, as I'm thinking that, Audrey asked them how old they are. And I'm like, no, Audrey, don't do it. And they're like, 13. Oh no! And we're like we're more than twice your age, <laughs> and so we brought we went with them through the haunted house and put them between us and all the <laughs> all the scary shit. That's a jerk. Okay, I'm striking out. Yep, always striking out that hairy mm-hmm. gum. Oh my god, different eyeball already. It creeps me out. Hmm. Mm. Zoom in. And- Ooh. Enhance. Uh, CSI Star Trek. Oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's through Borg magic. <laughs> Once again, the Federation using technology they don't fully understand and can't really control. Nope. <laughs> So wait, this particular Vulcan Enterprise. So does that mean that there is telekinetic Vulcans? Like, I—that's my question. I think it's a meditative exercise, and they're using it to try to help her with her telekinetic. But he's totally like now increase the flame, now reduce the flame, manipulate matter and energy. Well, he's he's knowing what she can do and applying it to what they know. (laughs) I can stop her with my mind, Tuvok. (sighs) Ah. Curves zap it is zap. It's your <laughs> Captain, have you ever seen the classic Earth movie Carrie? <laughs> Are you familiar with the film series Insidious, Captain? I like it when they walk close enough that their hands sometimes brush against each other. Oh. Oh, look at how they Those narrow corridors. Yeah. We're walking and talking like this is an Aaron Sorkin series. <laughs> well, they're about to run out of corridor. Like, how long does the set go on for? <laughs> I think that all the corridors is like a giant circle <laughs> around the... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't really know how the blueprints of the ships work. There is um there is actually a uh in like some small town in New York they actually have like a recreation of the original Star Series Star Trek set. Like how it was built like when they were filming it. Yep. 
and like the bridge set and the corridor set and like how it all kind of interlinks. Like at some point, we should take a drug trek road trip. To oh God! Upstate New York and go see. We should road trip. Road trip. Road trip. Also, there's no explanation for her like having part of her butt and her upper thigh visible on the left side. Except sexy. Except sexy. Sexy bald cyborg. Ooh, it's 1999. I mean, Jerry Ryan's still pulling it off. (laughs) Man, I I 100% guarantee you there are men who have fapped to this. You're not making it better, Chris. (laughs) I I wasn't trying to make it better. (laughs) You're just trying to make it a reality. Mm -hmm. Wait, (laughs) what are we at? (laughs) <laughs> wait, wait, quick update. Matt, what is your drunk factor, right? <laughs> I think I've hit four. Oh, nice. I think I think that's a I think that's a conservative estimate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know Hugh? Oh wait, no you don't, because Hugh went back on a suicide mission, spoiler alert. <laughs> What fucking Borg have, if you met Picard? Picard is that what she's talking about? Maybe, yeah. Like is she's he the only him. I'm sure is she's he the him. only freed Borg in Federation history? No, there's that colony of freed Borg from season seven of Next Generation. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's what Hugh did. Like Hugh went and and they put Hugh back into that colony and then later that colony freed itself. Lore was kind of their leader for a bit and then they defeated Lore. But the colony still exists. So it's fucking crazy. Interesting. I, those are some of my favorite episodes. So I'm very keen on them. Nice. We should watch them again. I haven't seen them in so long. Yeah. We'll definitely have to have some Borgie, Borgie months. But I'm sure she's met Picard, or at least seen him. Yeah. yeah He's maybe. an admiral at this point, right? Did he ever get promoted to admiral? Who? Because he was never admiral in the films, Picard. Not that I'm aware of. Uh-uh. Not even in the future of all good things. In the future of all good things, he was like a gardener. Well, yeah, he retires. Yeah. He never he never gets his uh, admiralty, as far as I remember. I could be wrong about that. He could be a retired admiral, and mm-hmm. I'm just entirely wrong. Oh my god, yes, she's laying this down. Yep. Hypocritical, manipulative. Yes. Aww. Oh, God. Oh my god, this is such a thorny issue. I'm yeah. Lo- I'm really loving this episode. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable in the best way. Yes. Yes, it is. Until you're prepared to agree with me, you are in no position to make that choice. The card was never made admiral. Oh, Neelix is in this episode, too. <laughs> oh, Neelix. Oh, Neelix. For a second there, I thought you said, remember when we last shipped this together? I was like, oh, are mm. they talking about their fan fiction? <laughs> <laughs> oh, at some point, we'll have to do the episode where Kez is pregnant. Oh, that's such a pass. Oh, that is such a terrible episode. <laughs> if it weren't for the fact that there were all those fucking lizards in that one episode, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that probably would have been our what the fuck episode. <laughs> So do it, Kess. Become the Firestarter. That is a good series. Firestarter? Yeah. 
Uh. Aww. Seems like they're saying goodbye. It's just, uh... Also, where do you think they got the pattern for Neelix's shirt, like? <laughs> I feel like they have to make, like, half of these patterns. Like, what? Like, do you think in L.A. they just have, like, really bizarre pattern shops? They I just... do. They have their, their fabric district that is full of insane stuff. I'm sure they found, like, at least half of them. I'm sure they had to make a few really mm-hmm. weird ones. I'm having sure they seen, found at least half of them places. Having seen Jake Sisko's shirts... <laughs> I don't think we need to question where they get their fabric patterns. <laughs> well, no, I think that makes us need to question it even more. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, it's got like this like argyle pattern, but it's just like the shit. Like, yep. uh, granted, I'm colorblind. I'm bad at colors, but the color scheme on it just seems really shitty. It is. You're not well, wrong. I don't. I feel like light blue and gray isn't bad. Oh, is it blue and gray? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like blue and green. It, it's no. sort of a, it's sort of a brownish more than a gray. Okay. Well, I guess it's a brownish gray, but it's still a gray. But it still looks terrible. Kess, stop! You're making you're making weird CGI. It doesn't look good. <laughs> Neelix, I better have my goddamn coffee. Uh oh. Tuvok, let's briskly walk to the area where the, the bulkhead itself is coming apart. <laughs> they don't run anywhere, Matt. They power walk in this show. What? Uh, <laughs> this escalated quickly. <laughs> Kesk, what? Ah, I see. Yes, I'm embracing my Buddha nature, and now I'm sad. This reminds me of the film <laughs> The Fountain. I still need to see that. Delta Flyer. I still need to see it- that. It was good. I don't remember much of it. The Fountain? Yeah. It's one of my favorite films. I can watch it drunkenly at some point. <laughs> I'd say watching it drunkenly is not the way you should watch it. <laughs> no, probably not. Because <laughs> I think I was a little drunk when I first watched it, and I was like, what? Like, I understood everything that happened, but I didn't understand why they thought they should make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, her albums just kind of snap back. Yeah, you know, like they do. Captain, perhaps we could pass this illness on to Tom Paris and he could lead the series. Out of the question. (laughs) 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 Did he just um, enhance the structural integrity of the ship? Yes, yes he did. (laughs) Well, why why aren't you going like full structural integrity all the time? Well, maybe it's a drain on the energy like that. Because it's like, they said raise their structural integrity field. Yes. Oh, okay. So maybe it's like there's and they a normal are setting in the Delta Quadrant. Mm-hmm. There's a normal setting, and then there's a higher setting. All right. And they're pushing it up. To it high. still seems a little silly. <laughs> it is very silly. I'd like to stay here and start things on fire with my mind. Oh. <laughs> don't manipulate him Kaz I just want to give Robert Picardo a hug like every time I see him every time he probably gives the best hugs as a doctor I feel like giving good hugs is 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I'm out of booze. How am I out of booze? <laughs> oh, that's some good mime. So, did you guys know there is a new Star Trek comic that features... It's Jory LaForge piloting his own starship. Ooh. And the only crew is like 100, and 100 like holographic datas. That sounds like the most pathetic thing ever. What, like, like data, like, data is the computer of the ship. Uh-huh. And so, like, and, like, he set up holographic projectors everywhere. So, like, essentially data runs the ship, but, like, has holographic projections of himself. So that LaForge has something to talk to. I reiterate my point. That makes me points. really sad. <laughs> I don't know. I, kinda, I thought it was romantic. <laughs> well, since I don't believe in romance, I guess that explains things. In, insofar that Data takes Jordy into himself. <laughs> I mean, I know, you, I know for you, man, it's only once every seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to know, sir. <laughs> it's only been since May. <laughs> it's all right. Give her a shot at me. <laughs> hit me with your best shot. Bump, bump, down. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Bump, bump, down. Hit me with your best shot. Bump, bump, fire away. Most listenable episode yet. <laughs> they haven't said anything. It's good. <laughs> Janeway hands her the patch. She says, "Look." Ratings for this show have been dipping, and we think that we're losing <laughs> we're losing the white male audience. So what we're going to do is put you on the show and put you in some real fuckable costumes. <laughs> I saw this girl at Dragon Con in a Seven of Nine costume, and it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand, Captain. Won't you have to get rid of another crew member? She's like, yes, we considered Ensign Kim, but he's just too pretty. So we're going to get rid of the other girl. <laughs> That seems so sexist, Captain. Why would you do this? Because we need them ratings. We really, really need them ratings. I really dislike how you're putting the blame on Kate Mulgrew. No, 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 no. No, No, but in this, it it, it wasn't. It was the higher-ups saying that, okay, we're going to get rid of Cass then. Oh, no, no. It's obviously the higher-ups. I was just... As somebody who worships the ground that Kate Mulder oh, walks no. on, Kate, I don't Kate. even like the insinuation <laughs> that it could maybe someday be her fault. No, it's 100%. Even though she was a total bitch to Jerry Ryan the entire time. No, no, it's it's not her fault. And Kate Mulgrew is the best. <laughs> Kate Mulgrew is the best. And this is how slash fiction starts. But no, she was a bitch to Jerry Ryan the entire time. Like in the, the really? Show. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's terrible. When are they going to fix the outside of the ship? Eventually. Once Seven helps them, I think, is the, is the thing. They can't remove it without her help. Mm. Mm, just sitting here, smiling, being telekinetic. Don't get me, I'm crazy! Boom, 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 boom. 
I remember when, I remember when, remember when I enhanced my mind. Could move shit across the room with my mind. There's very curious decorations for her quarters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is with the... <laughs> you know, ever since we noticed the diving bell in that episode, I feel like we... Paying more and more attention to the background. Yeah, like, why does she have a golden bust? Who is that? <laughs> How did she get And the it? giant clay plates on the yeah. wall. <laughs> like, some prop guy somewhere was just like, eh, was with this affair, Like, I don't think she dies in this episode. No, she she turns into energy and propels She's going, the ship. I think her... she uses energy to propel the ship, but I don't think she dies. That's why she no, returns she in that she other episode. No, she doesn't die, but this is her exit from the series. Then why did we choose it? Because it's her exit from the series. But this is a death episode. There's tons of other people who have left series. Fine. And, we could have fine. done Neelix when he left the series. Neelix doesn't leave the series. He does. He no, leaves it. No, yeah, yeah, no, Yeah. He leaves like five episodes before the end of the series. I guarantee you he's in the last episode. No, no. I he guarantee leaves. you. He leaves. I remember when he leaves. I, I remember. guarantee it. And, you. And then he gives Tuvok a hug. I am... And he's like, Mr. Vulcan, I'll miss you most of all, all right, but not all right, in those let's, words. Let's table this until after the episode, and then we can... No, set, no, 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 because I'm right. We can settle this in the kitchen of... The kitchen of... The, teal, the kitchen of conflict? The kitchen of conflict resolution. The Thunderdome kitchen where two also, enter I, and I, one I, Yes, she doesn't die, but she does turn into energy and leave the ship. Like, boop. I feel like she still has a body. Like, she just walks out to space? It's like the... the Air block? Is that what you Well, think? she can... It's not like she leaves her bot. She can regenerate it. That's also, how she gets on the ship in that sixth season episode. There are far too many things named Neelix. If you just Google that name, far oh. too many things come up. And Janeway saying goodbye. Look, we need to replace you with someone hotter. It's not my decision. It's not my fault. The higher up Homestead is the episode. It's time for me to find a new surrogate daughter. It was you for so long. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? So I'm on Memory Alpha and it says Neelix. Oh, I remember that episode. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, he goes, he meets ladies who are like him and then he's like. I like this girl. I'm going to go and help build this colony of people who look like me. No, that's not it. Yeah, it is, isn't it? No, I was going to say, there, it, it lists his death, and then he's revived by Borg nanoprobes, and I remember that episode now. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, so Neelitz exits the show Which, in the we ever seventh do... and final season's 23rd episode, Homestead. The okay. ship in town was a t- colony of exiled Talaxians, and the last of his species that he's likely to see as the ship travels further from his home, and he chooses to stay with them. Oh, oh uh, he has a cameo in Endgame, though. Okay, oh, that's fair. Okay, okay. I I guess I didn't see that episode, or don't remember that episode. It's pretty good. It made me sad when he left, even though I couldn't stand him. But if we ever do if we ever do the block that I would like to do, which is religion in Star Trek. Well, yeah, because Neelix has a crisis of faith. Cause oh, yes, because he dies and comes back and, and like doesn't have any memories of the afterlife. Yeah, no, it's a great episode. Would we, yeah, I mean, so Neelix is a big one. I would also say Chicote has some weird. Like, I mean, it's not the best stuff, <laughs> but at least they're trying. Uh, with, <laughs> now I know that the episode where he goes on a spirit quest to save the Voyager was in yes. our like, list of our list of episodes. We have like it's like 
our culturally insensitive episode block that we're thinking about. Yes. Tuvok's going to mind meld her in the... But I feel like that's our closest to... What was another religion one? Uh, I would like to do a weird religion one too. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to like the original series. I don't think had really many of them. Oh, Tuvok. There's a couple of really good TNG ones when we get to it, but for yeah, right now, we'll, we'll talk about that off off mic. I really liked this series finale though too. Mm-hmm. Voyager series finale is great. Yeah. Yeah. Blast her out into space. Do it. <laughs> Wait, so did we decide earlier that we're going to do the TNG season finale and the Voyager season finale? Well, for like our last... I think we're doing our last month for the series. Our last block of episodes. Our very last drunk track. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like we should do season finales before we do ones that can't fit into any... Mm. Can't fit into any sort of... Ready your shots. Weird things. All right, so... She's destabilizing... There we go. Look, yeah, it counts. <laughs> as long as there's a shot involved, I agree. Hey, I drank it without spilling it on the couch. Mm. It's a ludicrous We're going to turn Captain. into lizards. <laughs> Everyone's a lizard. You're a lizard and you're a lizard. <laughs> Oh, so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oof. Nine and a half thousand light years. Also, I kind of feel like ten years. Yeah, to shave ten years after seventy year trip. I also am a little disappointed though. That's that it, not. How... You know, I'm just a little disappointed that. I was really, I remember when I, or I, at the time, I was really disappointed because I was like, oh my god, they're going through Borg space. There's going to be all these really cool Borg episodes. And uh-huh. I was like, eh, we're past Borg space. Uh-huh. That's a problem. Oh, she's in her costume. She's now in the, in the ribbed. Uh, ribbed for whose pleasure? Yeah. Though I That's think the they make like, her boobs build... bigger later on. What's that? I think they make her they boobs do. bigger later on. Yeah. You have to build ribs into it because there's no possible way you can see people's ribs through that thick of fabric. Oh, no, like, yeah, the ribs are totally... It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, yeah, the, the idea that... So... Oh! 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 oh God. Oh. That was the... Damn it, Robert Picardo. Fuck. Fuck. Just... But, I mean, so he's programmed. He's programmed like that. Yeah. He's programmed by that pervert professor mm-hmm. to make pervert comments like yeah. that. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, man, that is just... Oh, no. Oh. No. Skin crawling. No. In a pleasing enough manner. Oh. Oh. oh, God. How are we How are we two for two on the creepy fucking objectification of women? 
Yeah. We are. Also, can we just point out that three of the four episodes we're going to do are about deaths of female characters? Yeah. Like Tuvok's Tuvok's jam jams there. Those are nice. The jam jams. Mm -hmm. The jam jams. Mm -hmm. Also, he apparently gets much bigger quarters than everybody else. Apparently so. Wow. Chief security officer has his perks. That's right. Oh. Okay, so that brings us to the end of another episode. Matt, what did you learn this episode? Hey, Dan Lager. I, I learned yeah. that apparently beyond the subatomic lies a late 1990s screensaver. <laughs> Amanda, what have you learned? I learned that sometimes Star Trek sound effects weren't adequate enough and we have to <laughs> add to them. Chris? Oh man, I I I learned that the show acknowledged why Seven of Nine's costume is so sh- fucked up hmm. because it had to look aesthetically pleasing enough. Uh, I would have been like if I was the captain of the ship, I'd been like, "Motherfucker, you put her in something better." Put her in decent fucking clothes, Doctor. Uh, and on that sour note, <laughs> we come to the end of another episode of Drunk Trek. <laughs> Oh, you can find us on Twitter at Drunk Trek Cast. You can also find us on iTunes by searching for Drunk Trek and on our very awesome website, drunktrek.space. <laughs> uh, so that does it for us this week. Until next time, drink long and prosper. Bye. Bye. Bye.